This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. We are wondering, is the lockdown getting to you? A campaign research poll finds that most Canadians support the measures our governments have taken and believe they have been effective, though many of us are feeling more depressed as a result. The survey shows some of us are drinking and smoking more. And even though it wasn't measured, I am certain that almost everyone is eating more. The question, of course, is how long is this going to go on for? Two-thirds would support continuing this to the end of the month, while another 25% say, okay, they would very grudgingly accept that. What do you think about all of that? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And now I am joined by Nick Kuvalis, who is a principal of Campaign Research. Hello, Nick. Hi, how are you? Fine. How are you? Wonderful. Thanks. Well, uh, this was a very interesting poll that you did. I'm I'm interested in uh, that last question of how long. Did you get a sense that either that people are kind of getting used to it or, you know, um, they're just really itching for everything or some things to restart and uh, really our leaders won't be able to keep a lid on this for that much longer? Well, actually, uh, a couple things on that. And uh, so I'll start with um, the public is generally quite um, happy with the way the government leaders uh, have handled this so far. 83%, 83% believe that the measures put in over the last seven weeks were effective. 60% think that the measure should continue for at least one more month while 22% uh, think that the measure should be relaxed now. But uh, we ask a bunch of questions about schools open and schools closed and everyone back to work or staged back to work. And at the end, um, CV, uh, question CV29, um, we ask, okay, if we kept the schools closed and we made an effort to put as many people as we could back to work, and everybody agreed that they still had to do as much social distancing as possible and really try to avoid people who don't live in their home as much as possible when they're out at work. You know, how would you feel? And about two-thirds of the population says that's where they want to get to, that's where they want to go. And I think that's what we're seeing with our government. It's moving that way, like in Ontario with Premier Ford, he's moving that way. He's cautiously allowing certain things to open up getting more people back to work. He's keeping the schools closed for the moment. And there's a lot of support for him and for that approach. And just to answer the uh, question about eating more, we did measure eating more. It oh, scored sorry. very high. We scored very high. It scored very high, the highest, really, one of the highest things. And um, it just wasn't reported in the star. But you can see our entire, entire survey, all the questions and the order we asked them, exactly how we asked them, and all the results on our website. Okay, sorry, I, I should have uh, checked that before we had this conversation, but I know that uh, people are, are talking about the quarantine 15. Uh, that's 15 pounds. Oh, well, uh, based on what the results of our research is, I believe that that's a true statement because um, 
I don't have the number in front of me right now, but I believe it was 50% said they were eating a little more or a lot more than they were before they were isolating at home, while only a few, like a much less number is exercising more uh, than, than eating, than the eating more, but more people are exercising than they were seven weeks ago as well. Oh, really? So, so exercising more than they were in the past, you know, for some of us, it's, uh, we're trying to exercise as much and not that easy, but, but, uh, it's certainly possible if you make time for it. What about the drinking more and smoking more cannabis and I guess more cigarettes as well? Well, so like, uh, uh, yeah, so th- there's, um, there's the equal amount of people saying that they're smoking more and smoking less. So I think that kind of washes out. Uh, on the cannabis, I think there's still some shyness, at least, you know, 60% are saying there's been no change. So perhaps for most people that were consuming cannabis, they haven't changed how the amount, um, it doesn't look like there's been any spike there. But on the drinking, uh, that's up. Uh, There's more people saying that they're drinking a little or a lot more compared to people who say they're drinking a little less or a lot less um, than prior to uh, being isolated at home. Do you do you think, I mean, we keep hearing or people keep talking about mental health. Your survey shows people are, are more, a little, either a little or a lot more depressed, drinking more. Uh, in your view, is that, does that, you know, uh, signal that we're going to have a problem when this is lifted or will people, you think, go back to normal? Uh, you know what? That's a, I can't answer the question. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm someone who openly says I'm an alcoholic and, you know, I've done all the, the rehab and I continue to work on that problem. Um, I can't tell you what tomorrow holds for them. Um, but, you know, I think, uh, I think once Mr. Ford in Ontario and across the country, I think things that they can do, uh, is, uh, open the parks and really like really push hard verbally for people to be responsible about social distancing and really take that personal responsibility and then only enforce the people that are blatantly violating those rules because they don't know give them a chance to correct and but i think if people can get out more people can do some gardening more that can only help for me i know that personally is going to help a lot and um and so i can't speak to the future but uh Premier was speaking to it, I think, two days ago or yesterday. I heard him on the news about it. So, so it's on the mind. It's on government's mind. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and uh, here in Toronto, uh, they're talking about, and I believe there is an arrangement to open Mount Pleasant Cemetery not on Mother's Day, but near Mother's Day. And there's a lot of controversy about closing High Park during cherry blossom season. Um, I, I get the sense that in terms of people's respect for authority, I think that is up during this. Well, whenever, I mean, I think it's safe to say that whenever there is a crisis, um, people will follow someone who seems to know what they're doing, has a plan, articulates well. And when things are not in a crisis and people are doing okay and they don't want people telling them what to do. And so I would agree that during this pandemic, when it was labeled a pandemic and the borders were closed, like when serious things happened, people looked for leadership. I think medical officers of health uh, 
where, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and we can say that they handled this wrong or they overreacted. But we asked a question about that, and, and the public doesn't think that there was an overreaction by government. The public uh, respects the medical uh, advice, even while they might think that some of it was wrong or off base. Um, and I think now people are saying, okay, well, can we get, like, you, you know, I, I saw your tweet today about 90% of the people worried about the economy. That's the highest number that stood out in our poll. Um, people are starting to turn to, okay, well, what's my job situation? How am I going to pay my bills? I had a plan for retirement or I had a plan to go on a vacation. Do I have the money for that? Will I be allowed to go? What about my kids? Are they going to get the schooling that they need? Geez, I'm worried about them going back to school too soon. Um, but also at the same time, I'm worried about them not getting the education that maybe they deserve or they need to get. So there's some anxiety there. And, and, um, I think people are itching to, they, I think everyone wishes things were pretty much back to normal for the most part. There's probably a segment of society uh, that is uh, happier sitting at home collecting CERB because um, it's a better situation for them than it was seven or eight weeks ago. And I think government's going to be spending a lot of time debating that and whether they continue some form of a income benefit monthly on a monthly basis or not. And, but, and- uh, Yep. Sorry, and for how long? Uh, you know, in terms of the kids going back to school, it seems to me that that uh, until there's some solution for children, then people who are parents of children are going to have a really hard time going back to work. And uh, not to mention that a lot of them are very frustrated with with trying to be the teachers as well. Yeah. Look at. I mean, um, my wife and I both work. We have three teenagers. Um, keeping them on their homework plan uh, has been frustrating. Um, You know, I don't know about other homes, but in my home, I can tell you that we offer to help them with their homework. They very, very rarely take us up on that, those offers. Um, And we have, we find ourselves, you know, consistently asking about homework and and those things. Uh, Is that frustrating? You know, sure. Um, and, I, and not as a researcher, but just as a parent, I would say, you know, like if I didn't want this frustration, I shouldn't have had the kids. This is part of the job of being a parent. It's a pandemic, and uh, I think everyone's doing their best. Yeah, but uh, on the other hand, if your kids were little, then you wouldn't, I mean, if they're teenagers, presumably you can leave them alone a bit. Uh, but oh, if they're surprised. little, you can't. I don't know if I can leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation, Nick. Uh, but, but but look at I think look at I mean, it's it's unfortunate if two parents are normally working and they have incomes and they both want to work, and now they have elementary school children and elementary schools don't open and they have to stay. Home. One of them has to stay home. That is unfortunate. But at the same time. The government's not letting everybody go back to work tomorrow. They're doing it in stages. So I think things will work themselves out for the most part. And though I'm not a big supporter personally uh, about the, with the CERB uh, and the 2000 a month continuing for a long time, that benefit is there right now, at least in the short term. And that will help those families that, that, that qualify for it and perhaps many families who are getting it that don't qualify for it. <laughs> well, uh, it'll all uh, come out in the wash when you do your taxes next year. Um, anything else you'd like to leave us with quickly? 
No, no, listen, I just, uh, I think you're doing a great job and, and people in your trade and the, and the businesses that you're in doing, you know, you have a lot of content, you have a lot of listeners, um, people have a lot more time. And so you guys are all doing a great job keeping us, giving us options to things to talk about and think about uh, throughout our day. Okay, well, thank you for that. Appreciate the compliment. Nick Kuvalis, Campaign Research, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.